gentlemen yes <clears throat> thank you jesus i am free by the grace of god we thank the almighty god for the gift of life that he has given to us this evening it's such a wonderful time to be in the presence of god once again my name is jita john bosco welcoming you on today's podcast tonight as we are looking at uh, spiritual growth as a theme uh, 
of course as a ministry we are passing through what we call um, transformation and transformation of course requires a lot of things to be focused on and one of the pillars that helps a person uh, to be transformed is all about growth and growth can mean a lot of things in life first of all like any other child can be born and nurtured and nursed and ushered very well to the point of having a very responsible person in life even to the extent of someone even finishing academics and so many other things so here we focus on the spiritual growth now the world has its growth and they have what we call dynamics and stages there are factors and requirements for you to be called as a mature person that this person has grown when you're born they think for you they plan for you whatever you do they have to guide you now when you grow and you reach in 10 years of course the handling changes the handling changes sometimes because now they are taking you as a mature person uh, of course who can uh, take care of yourself but not as out of parents guidance or parents circles you can really bathe yourself you can really uh, uh, feed yourself but does not mean that you can go for work you can't go to work for your life so that you may survive or get what to eat so your parents are still taking care of you you have the year when you're reaching 15 so when you're reaching 15 years that's when now maybe senior six senior four something like that of course senior six is always 18 years now 18 years you're called an, um, a youth of course that is youth from 18 years up to 35 but again as most people know when you are 18 not until you clock 30 so between 30 and 18 years you're really a youth and uh, yeah you're youth and of course even to the extent of being a young adult then from the 30th from 30 years and to 35 that's when we see you seem to be a young adult but again it goes beyond that now that is the world setting from 18 years up 35 your youth or your young adult now here comes as a christian how do we know that you've grown how do we determine your growth? It's going to depend on God's word. How it explains a person who has grown up. And your growing up is not about your body changes. It's not about your blessing that become being bombs and so on. No. It depends on your understanding of God's word. And one of the things that we are going to look at tonight by the grace of God. As we are continuing. Let's learn today. prayer for each and every person every day and every time not to go back but to remain in the presence of God until we are changed 
So what we are yearning for is a transformation. We are all yearning for transformation before the living God. And we need, we need to be transformed. So the song brings out the words of vowing a promise that we make to Christ that I won't go back to the ways I used to be. And for your presence, come and change me. So, you reach at an extent of believing and accepting that Christ Jesus is the only Father that really, really can transform you and can change you from any kind of a situation. Here comes a scripture that I would like to share with you. Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 7. Chapter 10 and verse 1. Yes, chapter 10 and verse 1. That is Proverbs. It says that the memory of the just is blessed. But the name of the wicked shall rot. People who strive to be good and righteous will always be remembered with the fondness. When people like this leave the earth, they will be cherished for many years to come. But the memory of people who have lived their lives hurting people will never be a good one. These people will not be sorry, sourly missed, if anything. People will be glad that such people are gone. How do you live your life? Are you an example? That's where we that's 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 why we need to be these kinds of people listening to God's word. Nehemiah chapter 8 and verse 2 to 3 says, We are recipients of God's mercy. Wouldn't it be wonderful if all the men and women and children old enough to hear with understanding were attentive to the book of the law, although I'm sure that it differs from one community to another. I doubt if we would be able to pay attention to someone reading from the Bible for two or three hours. It's really tiresome. And people begin to doze. I don't know why, but it happens always. Just think about it. Houses of worship, or even our own homes, that are full of people wanting to know what God has for us to hear. I'm afraid that our attention span is pretty short. Ministers, priests, and rabbis are hard blessed to get through a sermon of more than 15 to 20 minutes without hearing complaints from some of their congregants. I'm sure there are exceptions. There are exceptions. In fact, on a mission trip to Haiti, the person is giving what you call a testimony. So can you say as much as for your experience of church? I know I can't. For those who do not have a church community, how much time do you give to God's word? Those who had returned from exile were so grateful for God's mercy. They would listen for hours. We are also recipients of God's mercy. May we follow the example their example and spend more time being attentive to his word it will make more sense let's pray gracious god you have blessed us you have forgiven us you have saved us from our sins may we resolve to spend more time listening to your word this year and father king of growth even tonight dear god we pray that we will always be kind in our ways to everyone around us we desire that we, when we leave this earth, we will be remembered for being someone or for being those people who expressed your love, not someone who inflicted pain on others. 
May we be known for being peaceful and loving and always ready to help. Oh Lord Jesus, even tonight as we are continuing to learn and following your word, we pray that may you lead us and you be with us and you guide us in everything that we are doing. It's you God that we want to put our trust in for your grace and mercy. No one can help us unless when you come out to help us, Father. Have mercy upon our lives. Have mercy upon our destinies. Have mercy for whatever thing that we've done that is not right before you. We're here this evening. We believe in you. We worship you and give you glory. As we are learning about growth, Father, may you really lead us in everything that we are doing. In the name of Jesus, Son of the Living God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We are welcoming you this night in Jesus' name. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome each and everyone this evening. Thank you so much for joining. Allow me to extend my sincere thanks to Ahmed and Hatarini. Yes, the first person to join us tonight, Doris Oduro, Pastor Quez. Thank you so much. Auntie C, may God bless you so much. Thank you for tuning in and so many other people from different platforms and those that really, and by the way, I would like to appreciate those people that download uh these summons afterwards and i remember one of the trending summons uh for uncle peter for madame miriam pastor quiz uh Caleb. <laughs> really these people are competing when it comes to people that are downloading this summon thank you so much for serving god uh for you who preaches and teaches every time may god bless you so much indeed it's such a wonderful and a marvelous time whenever we have you and uh, after my discussion about this theme, I'm going to request uh, Pastor Quays will give a word uh, <clears throat> according to what he thinks. And anyone else that you might have a different idea, you might have an idea, you might have a question. Feel free, let's be perspective. Don't just think that this thing is just for, just for me, no, but it's really for us all. If you really need to supplement anything, feel free. I may not go details to say each and every scripture that uh, really um, <clears throat> I'm going to be talking about. But really, I want to give a foundation and a picture of what I mean by spiritual growth. You water your spirit mm -hmm, with the Holy Spirit in order for you to grow. The Holy Spirit is our guider. One of the words that are reminded to us is all about Jesus' words that I'm leaving, but I'm not going to leave you as orphans. I'm going to send you the helper, and that is the Holy Spirit. And this Holy Spirit is going to really uh, guide you, and he will be your comforter in everything that you're doing. Jesus is new. At a certain point, we might face what we call solo. We might face up challenges and so on, but we need someone to talk to. We need someone where we can run, and we report our cases, our issues, 
and really he meant the Holy Spirit and it is true he meant the Holy Spirit and therefore if we at all we do not make the Holy Spirit to be our friend sometimes it's going to be very difficult for us uh, in this life really to know who is our comforter and how we to overcome challenges in this life Holy Spirit is the heart of God. The Bible says that He is the one knows the heart of God, what God thinks, what God desires. So if we make Him our our friend, our best friend, if we make Him our best friend, really, and we have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, it's going to be awesome and marvelous. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a definition of the spiritual growth. And in the beginning, I told you the world has a definition of its growth and the definition of the world about growth depends on the physical body that we are wearing right now but not a spirit that you are born as a child parents are taking care of you they not they are, they are nursing you they nurture you they keep you they protect you so that you do not eat soil that you don't go to dangerous things they protect you in all ways because you're still young. And I was saying that as the world, depending on a country, they get to understand a person who has who have grown up depending on the years. Depending on the years. When you are 10 years, yes, you're free. You can feed yourself. You can bathe yourself. You can do several things. But doesn't mean that you can go and work so that you can earn what to eat or what to do. But there are certain things you can do because that is your stage. When you're in 15 years, yes, it is understandable. You can hear, you can do whatever, and mm, maybe you can do something, maybe little work, little work. And when you are 18, of course, most of times, if really you began to study early, that's when they take you to be as a mature person. But now you've grown up. A senior six vacist with 18 years, you can make a decision by yourself. You can even decide to stay alone. You can decide to stay alone. You can even decide to go any higher, or maybe you go and rent. So, yeah, you are taken to be as a mature person. And from 18 years up to 35, you're taken as a youth or maybe a young adult. So, you can plan, you can be independent from your parents, you can be independent from the parents, and yeah. That is understandable. That's the way how the world explains growth. From day one when you're born to the day when you are 18, and they think that now you've grown up, you can take care of yourself, you can run certain things, you can go for, uh, you can go for uh, driving school, you can acquire a passport, you can acquire, uh, you can even buy their vote, you can have a, a national ID, you can, uh, you can do certain things. Yeah, you have right to vote. You have right to decide who is supposed to be your leader because now you've grow, you've grown up. But now we come in this position of understanding who is a, what is a spiritual growth. Now this is a part of your spirit that is so crucial and important in your life is to understand that you need to grow spiritually as a Christian. And most of times that what changes your physical life is when your spiritual life is really in the right track god deals with your spirit to transform the external life that you have when you grow spiritually that's where reasoning comes from 
that shows that a relationship with God has grown and you have become to the point of doing what God wants you to do. Even in the midst of the circumstances and challenges, spiritual growth is so important than the physical growth. But all of them are needed. This is where we see now the battle between the body and the flesh, the flesh and the spirit. But remember, the battle begins when you are still a child. You are born in the sin due to the consequence that happened when Adam and Eve ate the forbidden fruit. That the sin, the Bible tells us in Romans, just as the sin entered into the world through one man, Adam. But again, we are given hope that since the sin entered into the world through one man, Adam, but again, salvation has come through one man, and that is Jesus Christ. But now I want to get the other point, that from the beginning, you are born with a problem. You are born with that challenge that you have a sin in you. Just because at that moment when you're just born, you are still innocent. A, an innocent sinner, a little sinner, a young sinner. <laughs> but the more you grow, it grows also. That's why we are talking about spiritual growth. Why? Spiritual growth is wisdom. It is knowledge to know the right thing to be done. What God requires us to do. That's spiritual growth. You reach at a point and this spiritual growth can be defined as the process of developing self-identity. Self-identity yourself you reach at a point and you see I, I say i need to change in this area or the other area i need to change from this weakness i need to pray for their strength god to help me out to overcome this weakness it could be theft it could be masturbation it could be anything which is against god's word that is eating you up since your childhood, you began taking drugs when you're still young. You became addicted, reaching at a point that there are certain drugs that cannot work on you. Should we talk about alcohol, alcoholism? Should we talk about prostitution in all kinds and styles? Should we talk about hardness? Should we talk about adultery? Should we talk about envy, jealousy? Galatians speaks about all these things. What should we talk about? Is it covetous, covetousness? Is it all about lies? So it is a self-identity. You develop your it is a process of developing your self-identity. You need to change from what people knew before about you. And now you want to become a new person. That's why the Bible says that now we are a new creation in Christ Jesus once we accept him. He takes away the sins. He takes away the weaknesses that we had. And he gives us the strength to walk into another dimension of grace and power to win the sin. And that we rebuke the devil and he free from us. We become open. We report to the Father for each and every weakness. We accept that we are sinners so that we can be given salvation for the transformation of our lives. 
our destinies will never be proper unless when we have passed through this process of developing our self-identity. Because that's what we call growth in spirit. It's a transformation. You're transacting from no, you are you are transmit you are you are, you are transmitting from one thing to another. If it is a shifting, you're shifting from a weakness to the strength of God. You're shifting from deceiveness or lies to the truth of God. You're shifting from the challenges of any kind of habit that has become an addiction in your life. Becoming addicted to the word of God. Becoming addicted to what Christ tells you. And this is so much interesting. That most of times it is too hard when it is in this process. Because the flesh desires certain things. And even the spirit desires certain things. So you're asking yourself, what should I do? And most of times the flesh takes over. It wants to put on nice dresses. You want to put on nice shoes. You want to have this. You feel like you want cars. You feel like you want houses. All those are very good things. But how do you acquire them? What is the process for you to develop such kind of identity? When people are looking at you, they see you are driving Hammer, you're driving uh, Pajelo, you're driving uh, Plador and Cruz and so on. Then the, 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 the question is going to be, how have you acquired all such? If at all you have acquired them, is there God in them? Spiritual growth needs you to come to the point of identifying the identifying the challenges and the weaknesses identifying the tricks and the traps that the devil uses through even your body but remember we have a center for all that and that is the heart it starts with your heart once you decide to change your heart even the mind is going to change the way how it thinks the way how it programs the way how it schedules things the way how it sees and meditate upon the things. Therefore, it is a process for developing self-identity, nurturing meaningful relationships with others and with the higher power, communing with nature and recognizing transcendence and unity. Okay? Spiritual growth enhances our beat to deal with life's ups and downs and bounce back from those difficult experiences. It is easy to look at others with judgment and criticism. But when we start to grow spiritually, we realize how much healthier it is to cultivate compassion and understanding for others instead. Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5, if I have not mistaken, talks about looking at someone who's speck without looking at your speck. Speech of growth requires you to first look at yourself. It does not even require anyone else externally. Yourself. If it's all about friends, what kind of groups are you hanging out with? By the way, when you are with them, when you are hanging out with them, do you preach to them the gospel? Or they are influencing you to do whatever they are doing instead of you influencing them for godly purposes. 
if it's all about money, how does money does money controls you or you are then controlling money? Are you controlled by money or you control the money? I remember to give you testimony here that one time during those days I used to handle money. Hand really. Whenever I had money in my pocket, I feel like money speaks to me. I want to go to supermarket. Go to supermarket. There is that nice shoe. There is nice nice clothes. Do you remember the chicken you saw on the other side? Do you remember this what and what and what? So you start now. You are controlled by your money. You don't have even control on it. But whatever it comes, sometimes even you sit down and you make budgets. How many of you have ever made budgets? You make budget when you are poor, when you don't have any single coin. <laughs> when you get money, even you don't remember the budget. You spend money, by the time you remember that I have a budget where I put the list of things that I need, when the money is already done. If you ever experienced such, spiritual growth can help you to enhance your ability to deal with life's ups and downs. So you bounce back from those difficult experiences. Those experiences are difficult and not easy. Every time we are dragged in things which are not programmed for. It is easy to look at others with judgment. We judge others. Something happens and you judge instantly without even looking at it very well. You remember that you are just in a private. Do you know how many things that you're doing in private, things that are happening in private, it's just because it's an unfortunate to that person that for him it has happened um, uh, publicly. Hafunye mokisamuchamu, nechimubako, nechibawe, sinemanya. But check upon yourself. What do you do in your private life before you judge others? By the way, when you work on your private life, it matters a lot. And this is a spiritual life. Even physically, when you're in your room, people are not seeing you. No one is seeing what you're doing, what really is going on. Let me be very faster for the interest of time. Ladies and gentlemen, but when we start to grow spiritually, we realize how much healthier it's understanding for others instead. There are four many factors that determine how to grow spiritually. First, we have to read God's word. There are four factors. The first thing that we need to read God's word. Now there is that stage. People are reading the Bible's news and newspapers. People are reading the Bible's magazines. People are reading the Bible as novels. Yeah, we have the stage, that stage for those people. That is just reading God's word. But again, as a Christian, if you are to grow spiritually and to be transformed in your life, you have taken the second step as a factor in your life that we need to study the word of God. Reading and studying are different. You can read without studying it. That's why some people, it can be boring. It can be boring. But listen to this. Study the word of God after reading it. Take a small portion. You don't need to rush. Because you're helping out your spirit. And your, your spirit will grow 
it needs all your spirit to be altered and to grow and to come to the normal state in function in a normal functioning of itself it requires a daily devotion and this devotion is taken from bible the word of god it needs to be fed you need to know because this is wisdom don't just read and stop there and you say you know god may the grace and then you sleep after reading that i will bless you when you're going out and as you are coming in and then you sleep go ahead and study study with what do i mean by studying how have you understood it that is studying now you begin to ask yourself really what does this mean what does he mean my going in what does he mean my going out and the third fact that you need to consider now you are growing spiritually that you need to meditate on the word you start to meditate upon it but really if going out and coming in that's a blessing eh? you meditate upon it you think of how you really need to apply this because meditation leads you to the application leads you to application is examine tells that is a prophet and tells that is you are going to receive a car and that do not tell you how you're going to receive it so you need to study <laughs> you need to study the word of god not only studying meditate upon it meditate upon it go deeper and lastly or finally on those four factors you need to speak up the word in order to have the desired results Don't stop their meditation. Speak out. Say, Lord, you said this. I believe you can do this. Speak it out. Testify it to people. Tell it to other people. Preach the gospel. That is a gospel conversation. You read the word. You studied it. You meditated upon it. Now you can be able to speak it out to the rest of people. Telling people, encouraging people, motivating people from the same world. because you understood you understood ladies and gentlemen pray and ask the whole spirit to reveal areas that need spiritual pruning how many of you knows pruning i remember the simple definition of pruning this is the removal of unwanted plants from the from the garden removal of unwanted plants from the garden that's the that's the primary definition we had because they used to ask us define pruning what is pruning and so on so is <laughs> the removal of unwanted plants from the garden simple terms spiritually is the removal of unwanted things from your spiritual life the removal of unwanted or unbiblical or unwhatever things things that are against good things that do not allow that are not allowed by God in your life that is pro- that is pruning so you prune your spiritual life by taking away everything which is unnecessary by taking away everything which is not necessary most especially i would like even tell you this okay the bible tells us that you have to separate valuable things from unvaluable that is pruning you have to separate 
so that you can remain with the green leaves. You remain with the green banana leaves that are going to grow well and eventually we shall have what you call a very fruitful banana plantation. Okay. So let's pray and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal those areas that need spiritual pruning. We need to prune our spiritual life. We need to stay active. We should not give up like that. We need to stay active. Don't be discouraged. Don't be down. Don't feel like you don't have a helper. We have the comforter. The Bible Bible tells us that we have the Holy Spirit, the comforter. We need to make him our best friend. He's our everything. He helps us to stay active. Watch and pray. That's what the Bible tells us. Watch and pray because of the seasons. In the seasons and even out of seasons. In times of challenges, even the times that without challenges, when we are burdened and when we are not burdened. But remember, he encouraged that telling us, those that are burdened, take your burdens to him. He will give us rest. Not only even stopping there, we need to allow time for Bible study. We need to attend church if we need to grow spiritually. Because this, these are the factors, these are the requirements, these are the objectives, and these are the needs for our spiritual growth. We need to allow time for Bible study. We need to attend church. We need to serve others in the body of Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, fellowship with other believers and pray with one another, continuing seeking and longing for more and more of God. It's not just for one week thing. It's not for just a one day thing. No, it's a continuous. It is continuous. A process. A daily routine. It's our daily bread to feed our spirits with the word of God. To feed our souls with the word of God. To feed our lives with the word of God then our external life is going to really change totally. Things are going to change. Why? Because we have the bigger, we have the bigger God. We have the best God. We have the best Holy Spirit to guide us, to lead us in whatever that we are doing. He can give us business ideas. He can give us, he can give us opportunities. He can pave away. He can give us wisdom of how to do certain things that are going to make us rich in life. Instead of being in the presence of God and we just shout the word rich, 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 we want to be rich. And yet he can give us wisdom to work, to have plans, to have ideas that are going to help us to succeed in life. God does everything in order and according to his will. When Solomon, and Solomon is one of the people that inspires us, when they asked him what he wanted, he asked for wisdom because he knew that once he had wisdom of God, he will be able that whatever he needs in life will be worked upon. How to do construction, how to do furniture, how to create this, how to do the other, how to sit on a computer and you come up with an idea, you use your computer to develop ideas, business ideas, so that you can earn from that and you serve God with your riches. 
always wisdom is near us. But we spend a lot of time just shouting the presence of God that we want riches. Yet we know, yet he knows. And he's saying, if you knew that what you need is to feed yourself with my word, you would have discovered. Because the word of God guides you, shows you what to do. When you are, if you're a person without God's word, you're like a blind person. You're like a blind person. You may think that you're singing, but you're not. Why did you get wisdom to get the visa to go and work? Why do you get the wisdom to start a business and start working? Because that is what really is required. You need wisdom of God. Stop wasting time shouting at God, yet you know what is to be done. From today now you have understood Read the word of God. Study it. Meditate upon it. Speak it out. God has ideas for us that can make us rich than just talking about riches. James reminds us the more that we neglect the that the, the more we neglect God's word, was are delivered from our hearts. If we are not delivering the word of God from our hearts, there is something else that is going to be delivered from our hearts. He speaks about the wars. He said that we really kill and don't gain. We admire and not gain. We lust for things and not get them. We desire for things and don't get them. And that even that we don't pray. That even when we pray, we don't know how to pray. I not agree with that. That even when we pray, we depend on our desires. We have the selfish prayers. Everything mine, 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 mine. Everything me, 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 me. So we need to change. We need to be transformed that area if really we are to grow. When we start to grow spiritually, it will help us. Characteristics of spiritual growth. Spiritual growth is relational. You need to relate. It's relation. It is always happens in a relational context. We need to have a relationship with God. We need to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. We need to fall in love with Christ Jesus. Recognizing the great work that he did at the cross and whatever that he did, it was for our sake. We need to come to the point that we are not coming before the living father always to ask for the, for the, for, 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 for the, for the cars, for the properties, for the clothes, for whatever. We need to reach at the extent because we have that bond. We have that bondage between us and God. The bondage of love, the relationship of the, with the Holy Spirit, and really we open up ourselves, dedicating ourselves, devoting ourselves, study, really to make a very great difference. Spiritual growth involves conflict. Expect a fierce contest between the spirit and the flesh, and I've been telling you that. Galatians explains to us that. Once you start now the process of spiritual growth, there you are going to find conflict 
And this conflict is between your flesh and your spirit because the flesh has desires and even the spirit has its own desires. The flesh says, no, for me every, every week I have to change hair. I have to print new hair and my hair has to begin from 200,000 and above and my shoes for me I, I don't put on clothes from Dowino I put on clothes from um, uh from boutiques I'm putting on clothes from the other upper shops and so on but you've forgotten your level you've forgotten your capacity and your stage put on according to your capacity and be contented with what you have and again, believe God for more. But don't put yourself whereby the flesh is going to lead you into temptations and you end up sinning even when you are acquiring for attires, even when you are acquiring for clothing and so on in life for survival. I remember one person told me, I lie because sometimes lying saves you. <laughs> that lying saves you. There is a situation. Always those moments are going to happen. And the only thing that you see is to lie such that you get everything get done. My friend, my friend, check yourself for transformation. Spiritual growth is inside out. Spiritual growth happens from the inside out. From your heart. That's where it starts from. But again, there are five ways that we can strengthen our relationship with God. We need to humble ourselves and pray. We need to read and study the Bible. We need to join the group of like-minded believers. Now start to know what kind of people I'm hang out with. If you are hanging out with non-believers, it has to be uh, it has to be intentional. And your intention is to preach the gospel. And your intention is to preach the gospel. Is to preach the gospel. That's how it's supposed to be. Join a group of like-minded believers. It will make sense. Because you're still growing. Paul says that now you... You're not on God, miracle and so on and so on. In other words, there is a stage that people taking the word as miracle. Because they are still young, they need to grow all those things. But he tells them that now you're taking bones. <laughs> now, right now, that's, that's what you need to know. You got saved, now it is a high time to focus. Therefore, my dear friend, focus and do what we're supposed to do. Do for others. Don't be selfish. Don't think that you are the only one that can. You know, some people are so stingy. Don't be selfish. Be generous. Do for others. It could not be money only. It could be something else. Seek out your spiritual gifts. You have talents. You have gifts. You can serve God in one way or the other. The question is, how have you used all those things? How have you? Are you a singer? Do you feel like you are attracted? The world is taking you to sing for the world instead of singing for God. We have so many personnels as examples. They have ever been born against. 
they have been Christians. They diverted from Christianity and they went to, to sing in the world. And now that they are making money, and one of the reasons they are telling you that in a church there is no money. For them, they are looking for money. They need to survive. And that's what they tell you. In their context, they seem to be right. But is it the right thing to be done? Why? They feared to be checked upon. They feared to be challenged. Or even when they were challenged, they felt like they could not hesitate or resist it. And they end up saying, okay, let us resort to the wildlife. And now they are making money. They are making money. But I hear there are certain people for them to make for you a song. If you don't have money, the managers, the producers and so on, they have to first sleep with it. Now, what kind of exchange of your soul, of your gift to sing? Because you're looking for money. Some other ways we can promote spiritual growth is to connect with other Christians. As a Christian, as a born again, you cannot be alone. You cannot make it alone. I'm telling you. You need people that think like you. You need people that think in a Christian way, that do things in a Christian way. They are going to inspire you and encourage you, motivating you to live a Christ-like life. There are certain time, there, there, there are certain things that you won't be able to do because you are in a, you are in atmosphere or you are in a community of Christians. Always there is that fear comes. Oh, how will they see it? What will they say? How will it look like? All that saves you from the temptations that would have taken you. Of course, I told you, study the word of God, forming prayer habits, pray. Please pray. The Bible says, pray unceasingly. Unceasing. Whenever you get time, please pray. Show love to others. But the most crucial thing I'm ending with is all about obedience to the word of God. Obedience to the word of God. Obedience to the word of God is very crucial. More than what you may think. Very crucial. Now, word of God is where we find instructions of everything that you would like to do in this world. Instructions. A Bible is like a title. It's like a land title. Now, when they don't read the land title for you, or if you don't check on the land title, you won't know what really your father wanted to give you. You cannot even know the value of your share because you have not read the land title. But if you read the land title, you're going to understand that, hey, they gave me the other house in the other land. They gave me this land. They gave me this plot. They gave me this and this and this and this. That's how the Bible is. And that's how I can try to give you the picture of what I mean. So the land title I've just given to you as an example to show you what really this means to us as Christians. That the word of God is like a land title. 
If we do not read the word of God, we may not understand what really God says in our lives. There's a scripture I want to read for you which is really very, very crucial in life. When we read in the book of Hebrews chapter 1, listen to this. Everything is centered to the extent of bring us to this point. Allow me to read for you this scripture, my dear friends. This is what it says. God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past, that is a language, the tense is past. Let me repeat again one more time. This is what it says. That God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets. Uh-huh. Those are the fathers. We talk about Abraham, we talk about Moses, we talk about and so on. Has in this last day spoken to us by his son. Now, before our father's moments, the prophets, and so on. That's where God used to speak to us. But now he's saying, in these last days, spoken to us by his son, only whom he has appointed there of all things, through whom also he made the words, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become so much better than the angels, as he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. And this is Christ that we are talking about. So before it was prophets, it was uh, apostles and so on, but nowadays it is through Christ Jesus. And Christ Jesus is the word of God. And what is the word of God? All the scriptures that we are reading and we are following are written about Christ. They are showing his coming, including the fall of man, paving a way for the coming of Christ, for the redemption, for salvation for all mankind. For cleansing of our sins, taking away the burden of sin, for him bearing it, as the Father is looking at him, and we receive mercy before the Father. Because of the suffering and the price that his son paid for us. For us. In other words, if it wasn't Christ Jesus, where would I be? Where we would be? No way. So this gives us a point of understanding that Christ Jesus is the word of God and whatever that we are reading, we are studying about him. Therefore, if we do not give it time, we shall not know what really Christ wants us really to know and wants us to, what to follow. We are going to be blinded every time. We are going to walk in life as blinded people. We are going to walk in life as people who do not have a direction. And yet we need direction. 
People who are drivers and are listening to me, you know it very well. If you go in a place and don't know that place, always you follow the signposts. Always you follow the arrows. You read the signposts. You reach that this is where, yeah, okay, this is Nambole, okay, this is Mitiana. They told me I'm going to Mubende. So if you're going to Mubende, you need to pass, to pass via uh, Jeza, Zugoti, Chikonge, Mitiana. Then you proceed and you go to Mubende. What has helped you? The signposts. So the Bible is like a signpost showing you exactly what Jesus Christ is pointing to you. And he's saying that you need to fix your eyes on me, not on what you used to. Because whatever happened in the Bible, it was all about Christ Jesus. They were pointing us. They were like a shadow showing us the one to come. Now when he came, we need to shift our eyes from those things and we look at him. It's like a law. A law shows us the problem. A law shows us the sin. But it cannot save us from sin. It is only a question that can save us from sin by his grace. But does it mean that the law is not important? No, it points at our weakness. It points at our challenge. It points at our failures. And it says, for sure, you have a weakness here. Do not steal. Do not murder. Do not do this. And Jesus continues to tell that you need to apply or you need to embrace what you call the character of love for one another. Because once you develop the love for one another, you no, may not commit all those things to your neighbor or to your brother. Because you love your brother. You can't hurt what you love. You can't kill what you love. You rather die for it than killing it. That's why Jesus would have decided, God would have decided to kill us all, would have decided to destroy us all, but he opted for loving us. God opted for loving us. Jesus decided to love us. He would have killed us because he had the capacity. God ever done that. He became angry, he became annoyed and he said, okay, just because of this and this, not even one time, not even two times. I can give you an example of Sodom and Gomorrah. I can give you an example of Sodom and Gomorrah. He destroyed the entire city because of Sodom and Gomorrah, those things of homosexuality. Right now, what you can call LGBT and so on. Now, there is a statement by the way I've remembered someone made, and I love the way how they phrased it. This person said that now there is a statement that we're moving all over the country, all over the world. Because this statement now has become a tool to attract most of people, diverting them as they're deviating from the word of God, thinking that this is the root or this is the way how to go. And this statement says that nowadays it is only the homosexuals that have, that have money. And this people they have groups, they have groups, they have uh, yeah, they have different groups, LGBT, others are called, uh, whereby you find transgender, you find uh, homosexuals, lesbianism, and so on. But this person said the right statement that I loved. This person said, no, this is a statement to divert people 
and this poor they are using it as a tool to attract people into their thing but it's not only in lgbt or in homosexuals where you can find money simu bisiaga god has money god has people who are faithful that can even be a blessing in your life without even showing you that without even introducing to you such when they are free and even they are very 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 free by the way to embrace your idea to embrace your your goal your vision and they're ready to support it without any even query without any um condition anything that comes in your life and their their conditions always you need to look into it for several times it might lead you into a wrong decision ladies and gentlemen i want to tell you this God gave us his word for a purpose as a direction on what he wants us really to focus on and that is Christ Jesus. Our eyes has to be focused on Christ Jesus, following him, loving him, doing what he wants us to do. We need to hate the world. We need to hate the things of the world. as we are querying all the things that we need the bible reaches a non extent of telling us that if a person has what to eat where to sleep and what to drink bibu malenga ndio mtu bwana banga necho kunya necho kwamba bibu malenga it means you if you are to grow spiritually if you are to grow in Christ Jesus you need to reach on that extent of knowing that that really this is what i have to be contented with by the grace of god i know there are so many things that we need in life and as i told you always we have a battle fighting every day day and night the body likes this the body likes the other the body likes this no kube me no kube me no kube me no kube me but you will never be satisfied forever and ever every day you're going to keep on in need in need in need and what the world shows us is all about uh that this is not enough by that the world shows you that this is not enough always the world shows you it is not enough you need to get this There is a new Samsung Galaxy. There is a new Infinix. There is a new Apple, Apple 16, Simanya Apple what? Simanya 7 Plus and so on. All those things. Phones, tablets. When it comes to gadgets, most especially the youth, we are so much grabbed in that. The world has showed us that we need to move with the generation tutambana murembe. Whatever comes, buliyakaja. we have to grab it we have to grasp it we have to take it my friend in the process of acquiring all those things we end up facing these challenges we still taniko kumpanya we start to forge we go for betting's because we need money to acquire nice things fancy things luxurious things in life and we become extravagant you become extravagant but 
This is what really we need to focus on. It is Christ. He tells us, seek first the kingdom of God. The rest shall be added on you. Ntitusoka tunonyo waka 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 tonde visika debi waku. But now what the world shows us is that we need to first to know nye wako. We first started to look at what we supposed to be added on us. Then to So that's the kind of a challenge that we have as Christians. That even though we got saved, even though we accepted Christ Jesus, but but we need we still have a process of transformation. Being transformed from one one thing to another thing, from nature and one nature to another nature, and this nature Christ just talks about it that we are not of this world, though we are in this world. That if we are to be in spirit, that if we are to be the children of God, we need to be led by the Spirit of God. And we need to be spiritual people. That's where I told you. That's where ideas comes from. Kubanga, you might, you might, but if you don't have the guidance of God, you may end up when you have tested everything and you have yielded nothing. So you need to realize and come to understand that when you have the Holy Spirit, you're going to be guided and you choose wisely. You're going to walk wisely. You're going to do things wisely. And at the end of the day, people will see you blessed. Sometimes we need things which are immediate, abrupt things. You want to be like a billionaire. My dear, everything has a process. Even if it is an idea from God, you need to learn how to run that idea. You need to have people that are going to help you to support your idea. You need the process of upholding on your idea. In life, you need to know one thing. Everything takes time. And everything has its time. Time is so much important and it is a resource in each and every one's life. That's why even non-believers, they value time. But you find Christians, they don't even value time. Time is a resource. You need to value it. You need to know what to do. Come up with a schedule. Pray unto God. Have a relationship with the Father. Read the word of God. It's no longer the prophets now. It's no longer the apostles now. It's no longer about it. It's no longer about them. It's now all about Christ. It's all about Christ. The gospel that you've heard, the preachings that you've heard, the teachings that you've heard, even right now that you're hearing, let you focus your eyes on Christ. Strengthen or continue to build a relationship with him. Be his best friend. He's your father. He's your guide. He's your protector and everything. If I told you do not have that relationship with God, it's going to be very difficult for you in life most of times to see things the way how they are supposed to be. 
but Christ will guide you. The Holy Spirit will guide you because he's in your life. He's in this. Once you accepted him, he's in your life. That's why always he's convicting the sin in your life, telling you, no, don't do that. That's not right. Please, no, 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 don't go there. No, that does not make sense. All those things, and at the end of the day, you make it right. Ladies and gentlemen, why don't you allow me to end here and we pray together tonight. Let's pray together tonight by the grace of God. Let's pray by the grace of God. Father, we thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you for loving us this evening. We've learned from your word that King of glory, you are the overall, you are the everything. Even our spiritual growth needs you. The Bible tells us in John chapter 1 and verse 1 that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and nothing was created if he wasn't there. So everything was created because you were around. You were the word that was spoken for things to come into existence. We pray, Father King of glory, you strengthen us, you encourage us, you motivate us, you inspire us. We need your grace. We need your protection. We need your strength, Father King of glory. Strengthen our faith. May you raise a faith in you. May you, King of glory, Father, in this life that we are moving in, full of challenges, circumstances, problems, and so on. Father, we pray for your guidance and your lead. We pray that your word to lead and guide us as a direction to really what you want because everything it is written in ink so that we can really understand what you want. You always speak to us through your word. You have the don'ts and do's. You have what your desires and 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 3 reminds us that this is what is acceptable and loved in before the living father. That he desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. Father, we are your children. This evening we have come into your presence. We pray that may you lead us and help us to know how important and valuable and rich your wisdom is. May we seek for your kingdom and the rest shall be added on us. We want to grow spiritual. We want to grow in your wisdom. Colossians chapter 3 verse 16 reminds us that let the word of God dwell richly in us. Admonishing one another. Helping one another. Praying for each other. Singing the songs of worship, the spiritual songs and so many others. That whatever we do, we do it in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. 
We would like to trust you, Father. We would like to put our faith in you, King of Glory, because you are the everything to us. May you ignite our lives to love you more and more. We would like to learn. We would like to read your word. Not only reading, but want to go to the stage or to the extent of studying your word. Not only even studying, but meditating upon your word. Not even stopping there, but we want to speak out your word. We would like our tongues to be transformed, not to speak blasphemy, not to speak uh, blasphemies, not to speak lies, no deceiveness. But King of Glory Father is to speak your word, our tongues to speak your word, not cursing people, not speaking badly against others, but to speak your word. Because it is too important and so important in our lives. We want to give you praise. I pray for each and every person on this platform. Those that are listening to me. They are in different places and different countries. I pray that Father may you guide them and lead them. Even in the midst of challenges that they are facing. That Father may you encourage them and bless them. In the moment when we are believing for so many things as a ministry. The journey to India the laptop for the ministry to advance this radio, King of Glory Father, even other equipments, as even we are believing for the land, for the church, even as we are believing for the public address system for the ministry, even as we are believing for the registration of the ministry, even as we are believing for everything for this ministry to move on, internet-wise, Father, we believe that you are the provider, you know everything, and you know the exact time and people that you're ready to use to support your ministry. Father, we pray this internet ministry to continue moving and benefiting people, impacting people through your word. Father, may you provide. We are in need of the laptop to control all the internet radio programs. We need the podcast equipment, Father King of Glory to advance in most of things. We pray that you can provide. Father, even as those people that are having different requirements in life, they have needs, they have prayer requests, Father, I pray that may you fulfill them by the grace of God. In your name, you say that we pray and that we believe that you have done what we prayed for. There are so many things that we haven't even mentioned we have our brothers and sisters that are facing different challenges of sickness, diseases, others are challenging one or the other, financially, economically, and so on. Father, we pray that may you encourage them, you embrace them with your Holy Spirit, and you help them to go through these challenges. In much waters, a lot of fire, you say that you're always in our midst, you're always with us to help us to pass through it. Father, we pray that may you continue even to guide us, open up our eyes, give us the desire, the audacity to read your word, to understand it, to live it, to work according, according to what it says, and to follow what you're saying. Strengthen us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, King of Glory. We thank the living God for this evening. 
if Pastor Quez, you have anything to say, maybe a submission or a, supp- a supplementation, uh, please feel free. You can call in by the grace of God as I'm going just in this short break. Still your love far from me. been so so good to me when I felt no worse you paid it all for me yes Pastor Quiz you're most welcome how are you today sir do you have any supplementation or maybe a submission and so on <laughs> by the grace of God yes you're most welcome Pastor Quiz Hello. Yes, I'm hearing you, but you're a bit down. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, you pardon me. I'm going to in position to have my mic. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, I just want to appreciate you for the la- for the message you've 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 told us today. Amen. It has been a good been following from the beginning today being right on time hallelujah <laughs> then i i also just say that it is good to feed our spirit you know mm. we human human beings we are mostly led by the spirit mm. feeding the spirit like we are meant to grow mm. okay not to not in a way of us using the spirit or, or to do any model mm. <laughs> which give us what it, it has to give us. No, but in the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's shoot from Psalm 29, verses 23 and 24, where David was crying to them, to the Lord, please search my heart. Look into my heart and see if there is anything he's saying to say is anything that is not according to your will mm. leave me like remove them remove mm. them so that i may be moved with you mm. so in a position to search our hearts like to cry to the lord to go down and say lord we need you we, because we cannot serve him when our spirit is quenched mm. when spirit is weakened Mm. We can't. We need to first of all rearrange our spirit. We need to feed it. We need to water it. Mm. And and then we will make it alive. We will make it. So thank you, brother. I'm really, really, really honored, and I this has impacted my life. I've loved it. This whole topic, and I believe I want also to welcome you, my brother. I think this is so honorable that you would choose. Glory be to God. We thank God for that for a <laughs> thank you so much, Pastor Quiz, for the wonderful submission. That's so really great. If anyone else that you have a submission, please. If you might you might have a question, you might have a, a submission, feel free to call in. I'm going to pick you up. Uh, one of the instructions when you look at your um, interface of your phone. Interface, I mean, when you look on the screen, there are calls up there. 
there is ash call two uh, there is ash three call in so tap on any that you want i'll be able to receive you here and then you come live i see parkwise wanted to talk to me but i think uh, the network disturbed you a bit but thank you so much for really really loving uh, this by the grace of god and again of course i saw babiria joan yeah you tried to call in but i don't know what happened <laughs> but you can try again or you can accept my call and we see whether it will pass through and then you can just get connected once again yes i see you try to connect but i don't know i don't know what is there really but i wanted by the way to hear from you but thank you so much everyone allow me ladies and gentlemen i cannot really hesitate uh, i cannot really hesitate to not uh, appreciate the people that have attended today i see babili joan thank you so much pasquasi pastor quiz uh, yourself godwin um Maria Goretti, Maria Goretti is our administrator, of course, as you can see. <laughs> Candy, Downey, uh, Odebora, <laughs> Papapi, eh, umanya manyagam, and we could again it out. So, lovely girl, uh, Chuem KM Kixian, okay, Kobe Roro, Francisca, uh, Anesty, Auntie C, um, Doris Oduro. Thank you so much. All oh, those names, Ahmed, Ehtarini. No, some names I will just try out, but after, after otherwise. <laughs> really, they don't laugh at me because we are not. Some names are just really hard. Yeah, some people they use IDs, others are using different things. Anyway, but as long as you've attended, we are really so much blessed and uh, we are so really happy whenever we see you when you're following up by the grace of god tomorrow we are going to have it could be a different speaker of course by the grace of god but again we have pastor quest this week of course uh i'll be informing you which day and the poster will be out by the grace of god so uh we'll be talking about this we are talking about the same theme so these people are going deeper and deeper they are getting more of information discovering what really uh growth spiritual growth means and how can we be helped to grow spiritually and yeah because they are they have studied and this for they take their time to really make research and to help you out and so that you get what you call a done information and a combined information for your soul and for your spirit. May God bless you so much. I would like to wish you a nice evening by the grace of God. Let's have a good night. spoke a word you were singing over me you have been so so good to me before I took a breath you breathed your life in me you have been so so kind to me
what he learned.